I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? Holy cow. An interesting crew this week on the, uh, the <laughs> MMA Analysis Podcast. Uh, I am not used to ho- hosting. Uh, we usually got Bradley for that and uh, and Lance on his rare occasions. I don't know. He, he keeps saying that maybe next year, but uh, I don't know. He's in the Eastern time zone. I think he's uh, <laughs> he's, he's no longer going to be watching any UFC. He's He's going to bed at like 10 o'clock, so... That's not going to happen. And yeah, Bradley is enjoying the ocean, hopping on the, the in-laws uh, boat. like a, he's, he's Captain Ron in it down there, straight up. Uh, this man's probably so drunk and high at this point. Just try li- waters. Well, I mean, at least you don't have to worry about getting shot out on the water. Like You can come down to the States, come down to Florida, fucking crazy state. Just go out in the ocean. You're fucking way safer out there. Uh, how are you doing, Wes? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, we got the the two newest dads on the show this week. Uh, I'm not sure, not sure. Brad Bradley's probably the smartest one of us, so I'm think he's going to probably stay away from fatherhood, which is uh, he likes his money, so he is making a wise decision. <laughs> if you like your money, your time, your free freedom, your routine, <laughs> just everything about good about life. Um, no, but it's, uh, it's, uh, when you start getting, when you start getting months into it and a year into it and you start seeing the actual growth and progress of a creature that you made, there's no feeling like it. Like, and that's coming from somebody that never planned on having a kid, never really wanted a kid. Um, there are a few things that I've had, like literally touch me as much as like watching my son start learning things and do things. It's really fucking cool, man. And congrats. Congrats on, uh, you, sir, brother. Yeah, it, uh, you came a little early, almost three weeks. And, uh, so, I mean, physically with all the things we needed to have a baby, we were ready. Uh, mentally, I don't think we were quite <laughs> ready. Uh, the wife was, basically supposed to have a couple more days off and then she was going to take two weeks off of work just to kind of get last things ready and uh baby decided to come and uh (laughs) so now we had to scramble a bit to do some of the things that uh, she planned on doing at that point but uh yeah it's it's uh i don't know it's a wild experience uh yes yes it is you you I was going to say, you did mention though, like no, no C-section. My wife ended up having a C-section after like 20 hours of labor. Um, never look over the curtain. Just never, you're ever in that position. Never never look over the sheet where they're doing the C-section because you want to talk about like a horror film. Uh, (laughs) it is a legit real life fucking horror film. (laughs) 
when they pulled the your your wife's guts out and reincarnating some saw shit, <laughs> bro. It's it's wild. That's a wild fucking experience, man. The the human body is a crazy thing. Uh, we'll yes. just say that it does some wild shit, and for the most part, bounces back pretty damn good. Um, yeah, babies babies are useless compared to. You know most other animals in in the world, uh, but uh, but the human body is 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 a crazy thing. So, babies babies are beyond useless. They are literally like <laughs> like I grew up on a farm. Like cow like cows are just like walking right away. Yeah, they they yeah. suck pretty much on their own. They're just good to go. You don't really have to do most of the time much to to help the mothers along, and and then there's humans. For something that grows up to be an intelligent creature like we do, we sure are just absolutely shitballs for years. And it's like, it's like, it's a while, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. But, uh, but yeah, um, should be fun. Uh, It's going to be an experience. Uh, The teenager finally had a a child. So now I'm a a teenage father. So that's uh, that's, that's (laughs) what anybody, that's what everybody wants. So you need a, need a show. You got to get, you got to get signed, man. That's, you know, MTV. I need, Hey, I'll take any extra money you got. So, uh, I mean, with the way the bets have gone this year, (laughs) as my name says, this is the last chance to fade me in, in 2023. Um, you know, it's, uh, I don't think this card is, is, it doesn't have the top of the top at the top end, but it is absolutely stacked throughout. Um, mm-hmm. which is good to see. Um, a lot of the times they used to do those like New Year's Eve cards or close to New Year's Eve and it would used to be very good cards. And I don't know, in recent years, I feel like it's, it hasn't been as big of cards and I don't know. They pulled up the stops on this one. So, uh, grateful to go out like this uh hopefully it it, you know performs as well as it looks on on paper uh because we have basically about a month off uh till the next uh the next card which should give everybody plenty of time to sign up for tout master 2024 Mm -hmm. um yeah the the race is actually pretty tight i don't know i feel like i didn't look at it i haven't I haven't looked at her. Where's our boy at? Our our boy was right there. Our our boy beast mode. I noticed he was right there for weeks, and then he started dropping a little bit. So he is in. I think he's in fourth. <sighs> so it's yeah, man. He was right around first and second. It's for so tough, months. man. Because even even yep. me last year, like I I was in first or second for about eight months last year, and then I didn't even finishing the money like it is a absolute the, journey to the uh, year before i did the same thing same i was thing. literally i was yeah. like a half a point out of first for for weeks a point out of first and then i ended up like fifth or sixth, something like that it it, it the way this year is gone too if you win it this year if you even say get top three or five this year with the way this year's gone man Impressive. like it, it 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 really is and plus we had like our deepest field we've had in and quite a few years too. Like yeah, we, got, we got the we got the dogger pass uh push from, yeah. from the boys over there, which was very much appreciated. Um so yeah, like first place is about three points, just under three points ahead, which is actually probably one of the 
closer uh, ones in in Tout Master history. There's a lot of times where you know first is like eight or nine points ahead uh, going into the last mm-hmm. card, but it's relatively close. It's it's still kind of anybody's ball game. And and if you look at you know second through sixth is like seven points apart. Like it's, it's actually a pretty tight race. So uh, our boy Bailey, be. our boy Bailey's been around that top five. Bailey already. has dropped a little bit. It's insane because he's in 10th and he missed, and missed an event. Yep. And yep. nobody has ever placed in the money while missing a event. And he, he's in 10th right now. That is a, a paid spot. So he could do it. Um, it's impressive that he's been able to get that Chris, close uh, with Chris. Chris is, He's he's like unknown to everybody and is 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 as sharp as shit. Like yeah. legitimately, Chris. He said he 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 acts like a nonchalant. I don't know my shit. I just throw these big parlay cards. I tell Cody's fucking bullshit. Chris knows what he's doing. He's very he wins the gamble masters when we would do those when it's actually gambling High money and shit. Ones too, yeah, like- uh Chris is very, very good, knows what the fuck he's doing. You betcha. Yeah. So um good luck to everybody that's that's close to the top and and hopefully uh it should pulling be a, a good mode. finish pulling uh, for obviously pull, pull, pulling for he's actually in fifth so hopefully he can yeah, find a couple yeah. spots uh yeah. on saturday and uh and then yeah i'll be i'll be sending out the uh the sign up info for for next year so um hopefully we get you know probably won't get as many as we did this year but we're we're hoping to mm-hmm. To get you know, hundred plus people would be would be awesome because it's a uh, it's a fun one. It keeps you interested in in pretty much every UFC card, which is uh, a bit of a struggle these days. So at least it, there, uh, it keeps you tuning in, right? There's a very very slim chance that we have Gamble Master back next year. Um, that that would be that would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Very slim though. It's not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it at a good chance, but very <laughs> slim chance. And with, with like you doing most of tout master now, uh, not him out, not having to mess with, with that part of it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we get some, uh, some gamble master next year. You can always hope. Um, but yeah, with that stuff out of the way, we'll, we'll rip through last card, last week's card. Mm-hmm. Uh, I caught the main card. I didn't really catch the prelim card. I uh, was a bit busy with, with the baby, but uh starting off in the women's strawweight division something called talita allen car split decision big surprise there uh those should be auto bets for anybody who mm-hmm. has that uh option to just bet every women's fight basically to get split or majority decision uh she beat Rayanne dos santos I don't know why Tatsura Tyra is still fighting that low and against the guys <laughs> that he's fighting but he did and he Knocked out Carlos Hernandez in the second round. Um, catchweight bout between Luana Santos and Stephanie Egger. This one was a unanimous decision. From what I read, it was it was probably closer than what some of the cards were, but who really cares? Uh, Steve Garcia knocks out. Bingo. Uh, you betcha. I was on that as well. <laughs> uh, probably would have been consensus and then probably would have lost, but what can yeah. you do? He, he uh, knocks out Costa in the second round. Uh, the hype train falls short again. Um, something called Park Hyun Sung knocks out Shannon Ross, who is should not be in the UFC, should not have been in the UFC a long time ago. So not sure what the reason that is. And then Kevin Josette 
defeats Song Kanon by unanimous decision. What do you got here, Wes? Uh, yeah that that first fight, the split, um, in, insane decision, insane. That that chick absolutely lost that fight. It was kind of close, but it was one of those really bad cards. Again, we get we get all those. Um, I think Tiara might actually be the fucking real. Like if he's going to have some power like that. Now it was like a clean shot with Hernandez's chin up in the air, but man, still at 125 to start your dude like that ground game sick. We saw it again, that fight. Uh, that guy's good. He's got to get a step up. Can we stop putting these random lower weight class, high level fights on between like these two chick fights and shit on the bottom of the card. It's madness. I don't, I don't understand Terrible. it. Um, yeah. Santos won that fight. I don't, I don't know what people's talking about there. Uh, yeah. Garcia, nice plus plus two fifteen, I believe on him uh, needed that. Um, Steve Garcia is a tough out, man. Like I, I think any level of dude, like, like, uh, um, like Costa if you're going to get plus 200 on Steve Garcia, you almost got to take it every single time. Dude's got cardio pressure can hit like that's what you want uh, two to one on Uh park is, is fun. Like that dude's offense and output was fun as hell. But I tell you what I tweeted that night. He had Shannon Ross looking like prime fucking Costa zoo, bro. You know, that dude got hit all over the place by Shannon Ross. So uh, he's gonna get fucked up by somebody with a little bit of skill. Fun, fun as hell though. And uh, yeah, the 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 Jesuit that his offense is pretty good, man. But I bet Song in that fight. I don't think I've ever seen Song like that tentative, literally doing nothing. Like I know the jab was pumping on him and kind of kept keeping him off rhythm and shit the, the whole fight, but he just refused to do anything. So. I usually always like to bet on song against these type of dudes at dog money. Uh, that, that ride might be about over. Andre Muniz allegedly defeats uh, the iron turtle by split decision. Um, Tim Elliott definitely beats Sumaderji <laughs> by technical submission arm triangle choke. That was awesome. And uh, Nazrat Hackbrass absolutely just batters jamie malarkey uh what do you got here wes um i mean muniz i guess won that fight but come on man um muniz is bad i don't know it's wild it's wild how good he was or it seemed and Mm. i don't know if he just got old overnight i don't know what happened but like He's just nowhere near what we thought he was. It's really one of the one of the biggest. Like, man, this guy's really good. I know our boy, uh, our boy Steve, uh, British Steve, was like him. You needs to be a champ. He literally said, "Muniz would beat Izzy right now." And I guess what we all saw, we were like, "God damn, yeah, it'd be a tough fucking outfit." I don't know, man. I don't know if he hasn't like literally added anything to his game as he stepped up in comp. His cardio looks absolutely horrendous. Um, I just don't know that it is one of the biggest like falls that I can remember recently that we were like, God damn, this guy can be a champ to holy shit. He's really bad. 
Yeah, um, of course, in hindsight, when you, when you do look at the wins, you're yeah. like, okay, maybe they weren't as impressive as we thought at the time. Um, now, of course, he had a bunch of finishes and subbing Jacare even at the what he was at, in yeah. 2011 or 2021. Um, so maybe he just fooled us with some of these finishes and 185 is terrible. So, um, maybe that's what it was, but yeah, this, uh, a, a pretty big fall from grace. And yeah, I, I don't think he won that fight. You can, you can definitely give park the first and third. I yeah. Know. I, I, I scored it for a turtle. I mean, my, my, my whole thing is like, I, I guess you could, you could make a slight case from your knees, but I scored it for turtle. I just, I was a little biased. Of course I had some, some turtle money. Um, if they fought 10 more times, I'd probably bet turtle as a fucking two to one fave 10, yep. 10 more times. He's the better guy. I don't think that doesn't take a ton away from, from, from the old iron turtle for me, but he's got to figure out how, I don't know, man, he was putting himself in spots to where Muniz could get those fall on him takedowns and shit. Yeah. He's got to be smarter than that. And he would have easily won that fight. Um, Tim Elliott's just a bad man. I love that dude. Uh, watch that guy anytime. I love his post-fight speech too, to where he's like, "Look, I'm I'm not a title contender anymore. Give me bangers. Let let me bang, bro. And I'm all down for that. Pay that guy. Watch Tim Elliott anytime he fights. Uh, sure. Hasbrad stopped a dude for the first time in his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you gonna do? I took a little malarkey. Like, I, it wasn't like a big bet, but that kind of number against. Has spread. I figured we was looking at a close decision, and I was going to take Malarkey at that at that kind of price. That and something I thought was going to be a close decision, and Hasbrat comes out there and I finishes a guy for the first time and and forever. It is Malarkey who's got a sort of shaky chin, but I nobody saw that. If you saw Hasbrat smoking Jamie Malarkey like that, buy a fucking lottery ticket. He also still had to hit him like three hundred times before. He yeah, out. attack for ass has negative power. It's pretty yeah. wild, but uh, yeah, I was with you. I had. Uh, a small play of malarkey and yeah that's that's just the way she goes um moving on up light heavyweight khalil roundtree absolutely destroys anthony smith <laughs> and could have destroyed him much worse uh probably could have stopped that fight uh even earlier but <laughs> what what can you do uh and then song Yudong wins a very boring decision against uh chris gutierrez what do you got, Wes? Yeah, man. Roundtree just, he had Anthony Smith doing the stanky leg multiple times and just refused to follow up. I I had the under two and a half and I was absolutely freaking out. Like, dude, what are you doing? I guess he, that is, I had the, him inside the, the distance. Yeah, I had Roundtree inside the distance. I thought we were both screwed because I was losing he, my he, mind. He could have finished him. Uh, it was the first that he rocked him. I'm pretty sure. And just didn't even try to follow up. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Yep. Yeah. It, I mean, there was another time in the second round where he st- stunned him again. And just, re- I mean, even when he finished the fight, he refused to follow up. He literally dropped him and just, and I get it at that point. Like he held the hammer fist, but literally Mark Smith is a foot back, just staring at Anthony Smith, rolling around on the ground. And I'm like, are you stopping this? Khalil Roundtree's got his hammer up in the air. Like that pick is just stone cold. That That's an incredible pick. But Mark Smith's like just standing there looking at Anthony Smith. Like, dude, he's going to kill the guy. Like jump in and stop the fight. 
he he finally does. Um, look, Anthony Smith is like I I've bet against him a ton the past few years. Yep, this is what he is. Like he has like he's tough as fuck. I don't want to take nothing from Anthony durable. Smith. Yeah, Crazy the dude. Him getting his teeth knocked loose and shit. And was it was it the Glover fight where he got his fucking teeth about knocked loose and shit? That guy is tough as hell, durable as shit. But look, at this point, he's fucking beyond shop worn. And any clean shot hurts him. So I like I love Roundtree and this and like, man, Roundtree has gotten really fucking good. Roundtree is like, I think he's going to be one of those guys at 205 that a lot of people is not signing up to fight with that kind of power at this Hell point. No. So, I mean, I like the shoot for the stars. Maybe you land on the moon kind of thing and calling out Pereira. It, it's um, better than saying, oh, just uh, fight whoever the UFC wants. Yep. And I mean, I, I we we talked about it like last year, the year before when that dude retired, literally retired, came back. Dude looks like he's he's absolutely shredded now. If you saw pictures of Roundtree years ago and why he started even working out, dude was like three hundred pounds or some shit. Yep. Like the guys, it's he's gotten really good, man. I I don't I don't know if he's a contender at two hundred five, but it's two hundred five, man. Like who up in the top seven, eight, nine that he could knock out? He could knock out any of those guys, man. That that division is so shitty at this point. Like Roundtree could absolutely be a top five guy in the light heavyweight division current day. And I'm I'm happy for him. I hope he gets a big fight and I hope he keeps violence. Yep. Gotta love violence. Uh uh Song Yadong, man, disappointment. Like great, great, great dominant performance. But come on, dude, you gotta finish a leg kicker. Yeah, the, a dude that literally is only path to to doing anything against you is is leg kicking you and you leg kick the shit out of him and, and fuck his leg. You got to finish that fight, man. You, you got to. Dominant performance, but it's Chris fucking Gutierrez. And I don't know who the people were hyping Gutierrez up to this point to where he gets a main event against the top it's pretty wild. dude in the division. But come on, man. It's Chris Gutierrez. I think the whole thing with like Mark Montoya having the cancer and shit, the story, I think, I think that did help Gutierrez get some big fights over the past year. He's a, he's an okay fighter, man. I bet on him. Song Yudong is very, very good, man. But you got to finish guys like this if you want if you want the big fights. And he rocked him, and he just went straight for a takedown. Of course, yep. I was super frustrated. I had on the under four and a half. I did uh, too. I, thought, yeah. I thought that they were going to throw down a bunch more than than what happened. I know Felder was was given props throughout most of the fight to Gutierrez because he was making uh, Song Yudong miss, but. Yeah, you also have to do something offensively. You you can't just make the other guy miss and do nothing. Like that's mm. it's terrible to watch, and it's not a way to win. Yeah, it was that was frustrating to watch. Uh, I do think Song Yidong could have been, especially later in the fight, he could have been more aggressive and and probably could have got him out of there. But he uh, he decided to grapple, shot off, showed off some some decent ground and pound. Um, he's good. He, he's, he's good. He's, he's good. good. He, yeah, yeah he good. really is. He's good. He's it's fun. another one, another yeah. one of those team alpha male things, though, man. I'm just not sure that guys can be like title level dudes out of not that bad. camp. I just, yeah. I don't know what it is about that camp, man. They just, they seem to get guys to a certain point, and that's about it. They can't never get over the hump of the no. upper echelon. But 
we'll we'll see. I, I think the guy's very very talented. The the dude's like, you know, Sanhagen and shit. We've saw we've seen that fight. I don't think he's that level. I'm not sure he can ever be that level, but he's good. Not at that camp. Maybe maybe if he moves and he can take another step somewhere. But yeah, I, he's good. I just think there's limits to him at this point. Imagine if he was at a place like Cejudo's new camp down in Arizona. Imagine if he was training with those dudes and learning from that guy, the wrestling and the shit from those dudes. I think it'd be different. I agree with you, Wes. Well, we ripped through that card. It was not the greatest when it comes to quality, but uh, it was a fun card and we got some some decent finishes on guys that uh we like so not the worst thing but uh this saturday is is the real deal last card of the year and it's it's pretty stacked so we will dive right into it starting off the night it's pretty good when you're starting off the night in uh yeah. the welterweight division uh randy brown taking on muslim salikoff what do you got wes yeah <sighs> This is a it's a it's a tough one for me. Um, I, I'm a I'm a long time Randy Brown better at this point, and probably not seeing too much. That's well, there's one thing that's kind of kind of pushing me off here, and that's Randy Brown being minus two sixty in a fight. Um, I usually like to get Randy Brown at even money, slight face, like dog. Um, but I do kind of like him in this fight. Um, I, I think he's just, he's probably not going to have to worry about a dude fucking chihuahua on his legs in this fight, trying to take him down, trying to grab his ankles and shit and, and pull him down. I think this is going to end up being uh, a kickboxing match for the most part. And, you know, we know about Salikov's kickboxing and striking and, and it's, it's, it's decent. Um, I just think he's going to have a little bit of problem with the size and the length in this fight. Most dudes do when they kickbox Randy Brown. So um, lean Randy Brown. I'm I'm having a hard time betting Randy Brown at, at fucking my, minus two sixty though. Um, I, I think it goes, probably goes 15 though. Brown by decision is only plus plus one thirty. So just nothing really here that that's, uh, that's tickling my fancy. So I'm probably going to have to pass on a, on a Randy, on a Randy Brown uh, fight, but I think you like a little something different here. So, yeah, I like Salikov a bit here. Um, those the length is going to be tough for him. I also think Randy Brown probably can kind of wall install a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But in a in a striking fight, and you're giving me kind of plus two hundred on yeah. on Muslim Salikov, it's it's hard for me not to take that. Salikov has very good striking defense, so. I do think this is just going to be a, a close fight. It's going to go to decision, and I'll, I, do, I don't mind having plus two twenty on the, on a guy that's yeah. a very good striker. He is getting up there in age. That is concerning. Um, he did get beat up a bunch by by Nicholas Dalby. I think he looked okay until Dalby just ran him over. He pumped. Dalby's up apparently like some superhuman now, though. You know yeah. He, uh, he cranked up the EPO and, and just kind of took over that fight. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be for the most part, a striking fight. Salikov is a very good striker. It's, it's probably going to be a, a close, close decision and I'll take the plus two twenty. So I, I put a unit on that, but Randy bound probably wins uh, a decision. So I'll, uh, I'll lose some money right off the bat. 
And we're going up to the big boys. <laughs> Heavyweight division. Martin Bade is taking on Shamil Gaziev. What you got? Least, uh, least this is like second Early. from the bottom instead of second Early. from the top. <laughs> That's what they usually like to do with these. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know what to think of Gaziev. Like, good, okay, win on contender series. Usually, you see these guys destroying like bums and shit, getting to the UFC. Like, he knocked out Darko Stokic in in the first round. Who's who's not a uh, he's not horrible. Like, he's not UFC level at this point. And I, I don't know about these other dudes like that he beat. I didn't see these fights. Like, dudes with good records, but nobody's ever heard of them. So they're, they're probably can crushers themselves. Um, I mean, Boudet is what he is. Like, I don't think the guy's great, but man, he will, uh, he'll implement what he does. He'll try to get a hold of you. He'll get on top. He'll lay. If he doesn't get starched, I, I think he's got a, a path here. Um, was absolutely hoping for a 1.5. I knew I was never going to get that in this fight because I think this is probably going 15 minutes with Boudet on top of this guy. Um, just humping and praying that he doesn't get caught with anything before it gets there. So I'm probably going to bet super fatties. Um, I think it was like slight. It was slight plus money. Last time I looked at it. Uh, what are we at now? Plus, plus one of four. Yeah. I don't see a lot of shops. Most are going to have your 1.5s. Plus 160 um, goes to decision at Bud Online. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I'm probably going to end up with the 1.5 in some sort of small parlay too, just because it's like minus 175. It's a, but I like us to go 15, and I'm probably going to take a small little stab on Boudet by decision at, at plus 215 is out there. Maybe just stay with that fight goes at plus 160. You're just losing a little bit. And then, you know, if Gaziev somehow pulls off a, a decision, which I, I do not see, I think Gaziev has to has to catch Boudet or he's going to uh, spend some time on his back getting humped. And uh, I hope uh, I hope we see a shitty 15 minutes of Martin Boudet uh, doing some humping here. I don't know who Martin Budai's manager is, but holy fuck is he yeah. got soft competition. <laughs> uh, really hasn't got a single step up, and he is undefeated in the UFC. He's got four wins. Uh, he won in, on the Contender Series, but yeah, like Josh Parisian, Jake Collier, mm-hmm. Lucas Reschke, Chris Barnett, Lorenzo that's, Hood. That's the murderer's row, the t-shirt in the pool, bro. God damn. Yeah, he is. He is just waiting in in the the t shirt in the pool division and just absolutely crushing. I mean, not even crush. Some of these guys he's beaten by split decision and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm just surprised he hasn't got to step up and got smoked. But uh, so I guess this is a a decent test for a guy coming off the contender series to see how shitty he is because. Uh, if you beat Budai, then I guess you're better than the bottom of the barrel. And if you lose, you are the bottom of the barrel. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll pick Budai. He's he's much more well established, and uh, this is terrible low level heavyweights. So that's that's the direction I am going. We're going down, way down to the featherweight division. Touch Andre Touchy Feely taking on Lucas Almeida. Yeah, this uh this should be should be pretty fun. Um 
I, I thought Philly looked looked fairly good uh, for most of the fight against against Wood. Um, Woods actually had some pretty decent performances lately, so I don't think that's a horrible loss. It was a good good close fight. Um, Almeida gets trucked by Sabatini. Um, I, I I think if this is on the feet though. Like Almeida's probably got a slight advantage, but it's close. I, I like Feely on the mat though. If this gets scrambling and shit, which I think it could at some points, um, I think Feely could catch something here. Um, I'm not looking to lay minus one seventy on Andre Feely. Those are just kind of not good spots on him usually. Um, he's really boomer bust at this point. He pulls something off or. Uh, he's in a wild fight that he's winning and then something happens and he, and he loses. I, I could see that absolutely happening here. Um, probably not going to lay anything on a, on, on a, on a money line, but I was looking at, at Philly by, by sub as like plus 600 at bet online. Uh, I think that's probably his best path here is this gets a little scrambly on the mat and he catches something on Almeida. Um, well, like I said, we saw Almeida get get subbed by Sabatini. Now that's a very different kind of sub. That's Sabatini wrestling and getting on top and and getting more of a power sub. But um, yeah, I just I don't know. It's a close fight. One I don't really want to lay any sort of juice on Feely. I, I I like him in the spot. I might sprinkle that sub, but this just seems like a close fight where uh, any number of things could happen. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. Uh, I'm- not really touching this fight. Yeah. I think Feely's the better overall fighter, but that chin of his has kind of showed up uh, a couple times recently yeah. and just kind of throughout his his UFC career. And Almeida does throw some wild shit, so it's possible that just throws and, and catches that chin. Um, but I, I kind of side with Feely being just better overall, grappling, uh, striking, he just doesn't have the power advantage, um, so I'll I'll pick Feely to to win the decision. Uh, but it should be a fun fight. Uh, wherever this happens, the scrambles, the on the feet striking, it's it should be a good one. Down a little bit more flyweight division. Tagir Ulanbekov taking on everybody's favorite racist, Cody Durden. Man, I just watched. That Kobe video right before I jumped on Kobe calling saying Bilal is not going to get a title shot because Bilal's a racist. And like <laughs> these troll, just a troll. Yeah, but I mean, it, there's these people on the right now that have, that have gotten to the point to where they call black people racist, and I just find it fucking hilarious. Oh, they fuck with people. They don't. They. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they just project like a fucking like a 80 inch screen on the side of a fucking building. Like, um, I I think I'm probably gonna bet the racist in this spot. Um, like Ulan Beckoff can be grappled, man. He can be grinded. Um, what does Cody Darden do? Pretty fucking well, man. That that dude can grind. So. I think uh, I think Cody Durden can grind a decision here. So I like him as uh, I think there's some plus 145 out there right now. Durden by decisions plus 200. Not a big jump. Um, 
yeah, probably just stick with some money line. I think I think Darden can grind to a decision here. I think that's a pretty decent price on a guy that either which way this goes, it's going to be a very close fight. So take the dog. I agree with you. I took plus 145 for a unit. Um, as we saw with um, Ulan Bekoff in, in the Elliott fight, in the Silva fight, he can yeah. be grappled. Um, these guys are small guys, so um, no one has usually elite takedown defense at 125. Um, and Tur- Cody Durden's got good offensive wrestling. Yeah, he, he can, can wrestle, wrestle his ass off, and he's shown decent cardio considering Basically, he just all out wrestles the whole time because his striking is is not great. Um, if this does stay on the feet for a prolonged time, then you gotta think that Ulanbekov is gonna be able to to outstrike him. Um, yeah, use that length. Yeah, the length, and he's just much more skilled. But Durden grinds, pushes the pace. I think this is gonna be a close fight. So plus one in forty five, I I had to take it. So. Let's go racism. Um, <laughs> up to some big boys, light heavyweight division, Alonzo Menafield taking on just Dustin Jacoby. Yeah, I, I I favor Jacoby in this fight. I, I I think he's just a more technical kickboxer at this point. Um, his takedown defense has gotten pretty decent, so I'm not sure Menafield's going to get takedowns if Minifield spams some takedowns and shit, he's just going to gas himself. So um, I think these dudes are, are going to throw hands. And uh, I know you posted in our chat, like, I think there's a bet on this fight. That's actually like really good. Um, under two and a half in this fight at around minus minus one ten is kind of crazy to me. I know Minifield's been in a couple decisions lately, but those are like, outliers like a motherfucker if you watch how he fights and how his fights usually go down um Minifield making it to any kind of decision is fucking crazy every time it happens like him going 15 is usually priced at like minus 600 minus 800 every time it happens people are tweeting Minifield, this fight to go to the decision was fucking plus 700 plus 800 because his <laughs> fights are fucking madness though they throw down Every time Minifield's got insane power, the dudes he's fighting usually have good power. I just have a really fucking hard time seeing one of these dudes not getting knocked out. Like Jacoby's chin isn't great either. Like that dude's been knocked out. Minifield it gets clipped. Like I love under two and a half in this spot. That's gonna be my bet. I'm, I'm gonna stay away from the side. I, I like Jacoby to get him to get him out of there at some point, but Minifield could absolutely dead Jacoby in fucking 30 seconds. So I love the under in this spot. I think it's a, a one of the better bets on a really good betting card. Right there with you. Yeah, under two and a half, minus 125 for a unit. Um, like you, I, I think Menafield's going to come out hot, throw them hands, and, and, and dust this guy. Or he doesn't, and he's going to gas out and get picked apart, and it's gonna he's just going to get volumed and, and end up getting finished. Uh, I know... I know Dustin Jacoby doesn't have that many finishes. The the Kenny Nunchucks knockout last time kind of came out of fucking nowhere. Um, but he's got a couple. He's got a couple first round finishes in, in the mm. UFC. Um, and his sharp his striking is sharp. So uh, I think if he if he, even if he doesn't do it right away, I think he's just going to tag a tired Menafield and and get him out of there. Um, 
I'll pick Menafield in in Tout Master to to get the big upset because he does have some ridiculous power. So, uh, but under two and a half, yeah, I, I very much like it uh, as well. So, we're on the prelim card on ESPN two women's flyweight. We've gone this far without a women's fight. That's pretty good. There's only one on this card. That's that might be why this <laughs> card is so stacked. We got Casey O'Neill taking on Ariana Lipsky. Yeah, I just I don't I don't have very much interest in this fight. Um I I, I do favor uh Lipsky though as a dog here. I think Casey O'Neill is just overhyped and just I, I don't know where the hype came from on Casey O'Neill. Um I mean her last two fights, she's literally got a split against a retired fighter and another old lady and Jennifer Maya. Like she lost that fight, looked like absolute shit in it. Uh, you usually always know what you're going to get with Lipsky. Like she's going to scrap for your money. So I might throw a couple bucks on, on Lipsky as a dog here and probably definitely going to, since I got the legals now, I don't know what the price is, but the split decision on this is probably a golden bet. Cause there's almost a guarantee. This fight is, is some sort of split decision. If it gets to the cards. Yeah, like I mean, it's what what's the price to go to decision? It's like almost minus two hundred, so mm-hmm. it's probably going to decision, and it's probably going to be close. So that split decision prop, hopefully, it's it's in the plus uh, three fifty plus four hundred range, and, and that would be worth taking. I really don't care. This is a stack card with very good fighters, so I did not really spend much time looking into this one. I'll uh, I'll trust you. I'll pick Lipsky, and we will not care because this will be a dog walk 15 or 30 minute break (laughs) change Uh, a diaper change a diaper (laughs) break whatever whatever you gotta do that's the time to do it because we don't have too many too many spots on this card uh where where we can take some breaks um so yeah this will this will be it bantamweight division Cody Garbrandt is back, and they're trying to get him a win. And he's <laughs> he really taking on Brian Keller. <laughs> Man, could you like Garbrandt under two to one against Boom Boom? It's just, and any other time would be just insane. Um, look, I I think Cody's starting to get around to some other spots for some training and shit. Um, like talent wise in this fight, man, this is like two different fucking stratospheres as far as talent goes. Um, your your only worry here is like, is that chin so fucked that Boom Boom can knock Garbrandt out? I, I don't know. I guess anybody can knock out Cody at this point, but I I think I think Kellehern's like this crazy power and shit that that the, he's been known for for you. I, it's just so overrated, man. Like he just, he got a couple guys and shit years back. And then it just became something like he's got this crazy knockout power. I just, I don't know how, how much that is. Um, I mean, we look back on his, his fights. Like he, he, he didn't get, he couldn't get Simone out of there. D- D- Domingo Pilarte, Kevin Kroom and shit. Where's this crazy power when he can't finish bums like this? Um, 
if Cody doesn't get starts, I think he's going to smoke Brian Kelleher. Like all the skills are still there for Galbraith. We've seen them. Like all the skills are still there. You just, you're straight up worrying about one thing in this fight. And will that chin hold up? I I think it will personally. So I like, uh, I like Galbraith to, to get a win here. And uh, I will be looking to to parlay him with something. I'm I'm not sure how many times you're going to get Cody at a price like this against the guy this stature. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, under two to one against Kellahern, who's coming off like getting absolutely smoked in his past two fights. Like if Galbrand wanted, he could absolutely wrestle in this fight. Like he could take Kellahern down and fuck him up if he wanted to. Like there's just so many pass there. At a price like that, you got to just roll the dice and hope that that chin is good enough to stand up to Brian Kelleher. Yeah, Kelleher has fought 15 times in the UFC. He has two knockouts, yep, uh, one go. against Damon Stasiak in the third round, and the other one against Hunter Azure, where Hunter Azure beat the shit out of him for one round and then gassed, and then yep. Kelleher caught him in, in the second round. He has three other myth. finishes. They're all subs in the first round. A lot of times. Where he catches a couple uh, minutes. Guillotine, yeah. Yeah. I don't see him guillotining uh, Cody Garbrandt. Um, so, and how does he win decisions? He grapples guys. He outgrapples guys. He's able to take them down and, and get top position. I don't think he's going to be able to do <laughs> no, that consistently no. against Cody Garbrandt. So, no. really, it comes down to. Can Cody Garbrandt's chin hold up for, for 15 minutes? Um, I think it can. This is a guy that has been fading Garbrandt pretty much Sorry. nonstop for a very, very long time. But this is just an absolute horrible matchup for Kelleher. They are trying to get him a win. I think he gets it. I put him in a parley, you know, one unit parley. Um, I don't know. I, Kelleher is pretty tough. I don't know if he, he gets him out of there, but... Um, I think this is going to be a, a very decisive win for, for Cody Garbrandt. Well, I'm stupid. And uh turns out there is one more women's fight on this card. Unfortunately, uh, women's been a mate division. Irene Aldana versus Carol Rosa. Yeah, I just, I, I wish we just would have forgot about this fight. Like we did three minutes ago. Um, I think Aldana's just way overhyped. Like she's not very good. She gets a title shot, literally stinks to show up. Um, picking Rose as a dog and top master. That's, that's about all I got. It's a wild step down from fighting for the belt against Amanda Nunes. And then you're fighting Carol Rosa after that. Um, Should have been always fighting the Carol Rosas of the world though. Honestly. Fair. fair. Um Aldana has fought the better people, but this is still fairly low-level stuff. I will pick the Undergog in Teltmaster, and we will get another bum change in that one. Featherweight division, short notice. Josh Emmett, Bryce Mitchell. What do we uh what do we got here, Wes? Yeah, um man, six six months after after a beating like that, just it seems a little, a little fast to me. Um, cause God damn. And man, two, two this year, Emmett back, took back. Yeah. Just yeah. some, that last one. Oh, man. Um, now, ma- matchup wise, even though I thought, I thought Bryce Mitchell like looked 
about as good as he has overall and all around in his last fight against Dan Ige. Um, I think this is a very good matchup for Josh Emmett. Um, I think this is going to be a boxing match. Uh, Bryce Mitchell's going to want this on the ground like usual, but man, who gets Josh Emmett down? Like whoever, who, who, who's ever gotten Josh Emmett down consistently. I don't think Bryce Mitchell can. And at, at this point, Emmett's just better all around fucking kickboxer than even Dan Ige is like that, that fight I was on Ige. You could see the miles on Ige in that fight, like big time. You you could see all the fights that guys had. It's just, he ain't it at this point. My, my big worry is what I mentioned to start with though, man, six months after, after a fight like that and two fights, just brutal fights this year already that that's my worry, but, Man, this is a really bad matchup for Bryce Mitchell. And you're getting, what is it at this point? Um, I mean, you're getting two to almost two to one out there. I've been online on Josh Emmett. That's almost, you have to, you have to take that. If Bryce Mitchell does the Josh Emmett, what he did to Dan Ige, then you got me. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a notch below Taporia, you know, Bryce Mitchell. Like he's very, if he can do what he did to Ige to Josh Emmett, Bryce Mitchell's very, very good. He's just not Taporia fucking level good. I'm not sure he's he's better than Bryce or uh, Josh Emmett on the feet. So two to one, I'll take that chance. Can agree with you again, Wes. Yeah, we're um, we're gonna we're gonna get absolutely it's, it's, smoked it's Saturday be a night. Slaughter. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Josh Emmett, he, you know, he has like Taporia took him down and smashed him. Fair enough, Taporia. Yeah, elite. Yeah. Um. Other than that, like Ige allegedly got him down once, but uh, he got 20 seconds of uh, control time. Like y- you might be able to take him down a couple times, but you're not he, like, he's going to pop back up. Um, so I like Bryce Mitchell, I think will get exposed in this fight. He's very good against guys that will succumb to his pace and his grappling. The pace part, I guess maybe he could, could, you know, overtake Emmett, but the grappling, I think he is going to gas himself out because Emmett is going to be able to stop these takedowns. And when this is on the feet, Josh Emmett hits like a fucking truck. And, you know, Bryce Mitchell can take some shit. I wouldn't be taking too much shit from Josh Emmett. Uh, this dude is... He gets- he gets damaged too, though. Like Mitchell's got a really good chin, but he takes damage. Like his eyes damage. swell up gets, and shit. Yeah, he gets hit. Like it's uh, like he has fairly good striking defense, but man, like he he does his the statistics don't say he gets hit much because of course he's grappling all the time and guys can't really punch him when he's either on top of them or just up against him and stuff like that. But like when when he's been in a extended kickboxing fight, he does get touched up and. Uh, of course, the concern is the beatings that Emmett took, but like like you said, I think this is a very good stylistic matchup. Um, this the number would be a lot shorter, I think, if this wasn't short notice. If Emmett took a little bit more time off, but I like this stylistically. I took Emmett. Uh, I got him for a unit and a half, a plus one ninety five, and I took him by T- by KO at plus four fifty at bet at bet three six five. That's not that's not horrible. That is, yeah, that is a big number for a guy that has very, very big power, and that's where he's going to want this fight is on the feet. So we will see how that goes. On to the pay-per-view card. Welterweight division, Vicente Luque taking on Ian 
Machado Gary. Yeah, I mean th- this was this one's just pretty easy for me. I, I don't have uh, a ton of quote unquote breakdown of this fight. Beat Luke, motherfucker. Beat Luke. You're, Show me. you're like you want the hype, you want all this. You you've you've beat bums. You've literally beat bums. Uh, I'll never forget you being touched up by the fucking insulin motherfucker in your first fight. Like I remember that shit. That that wasn't that was a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a different dude. This is a step up. Um I kind of like wrote Luke off a little bit coming into his last fight against RDA. Same. I thought I had I thought I had a good reason for it because Luke had looked really, really bad. He he fought different in his last fight. Like he fought one of his most intelligent fights that he's ever fought in his career against RDA and looked as good as he had in years. Um man, if that if I can get that Luke to show up, I I, I think I can. I know the hands are there. I know the grappling's there. Um, man, show me, dude. F- fucking show me. You want that hype? Luke A at fucking plus two eighty against this kid. God damn. Are are you are we serious right now? Like, is it is the hype that fucking real? Luke A is he beat RDA last time out. Think what you want about Luke A. Knock it all out. Look at his last. He beat RDA and looked incredible doing it. Gonna have to show me a plus uh plus two eighty. I'll I'll take some Luca here. I hope he smokes this motherfucker. I th- th- this is one of those dudes that's climbing up my list. This is one of the most unlikable fucking guys that that we see in this sport. So there's a couple of them on this card, and we'll get to them. But uh, I hope Luca fucking touches this guy up, and for that kind of price, I- I'm gonna pay to find out. This is a very good test uh, for Gary. Um... Man, Luque's the the guys that he's fought is pretty much the elite of the elite at yep. the time, and uh, yeah, he's he's done fairly well against most of them. Uh, there's been some tough stylistic matchups, I guess, um, but obviously the concern is is the brain health. But he proved me wrong against RDA. Is it does he prove me? I I hope he proves me right in in this time because I'm backing him. Um, <laughs> but uh, that will be in the in the back of my mind. But like Ian Gary has been taken down by guys that are way worse than Luke. A. I think Luke a, what he showed against RDA that mm-hmm. is what he should do in this fight and is grapple this dude because I think that is the smartest way. The way that he's going to take way less head drama. Um, and I think he can have a lot of success there. Um, if it's on the feet, Gary is good on the feet, but his defense is a bit questionable. Luke is, his defense is questionable as well, but mm-hmm. his offense is very good. So this is a good test for Gary. I I got a bag, Luke. I got plus 305. Uh, I, bet I got a unit on that. Um, I'm taking a bunch of dogs here and I might be going... Home very going, sad, but we're going down in flames, bro. <laughs> yeah, but at that price, like, come on, like, yep. I I need to see it. I think that Ian Gary is pretty fraudulent, and I've been wrong. I've been wrong a lot, especially this year. But I've been a little wrong in in the past. But this this is a very good test, and that number is wild. So 
I'm I'm in on Luke. Let's uh, let's see what happens. So, yeah. On to possibly some more sadness. Lightweight division. Tony Ferguson, Patty Pimlet. How sad are we going to be on Saturday, Wes? Probably doubly sad because Tony's going to lose and I'm going to lose money in the process. Bam, bam. So <laughs> we might as well just, we might as well hurt bad. Um, look, I, I don't, Patty Pimblett's not good. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Jared Gordon beat his ass. It got absolutely robbed. Like one of, one of the, the worst fucking robberies you could have made. I mean, that's, that's exaggerating, but just for all the circumstances when the whole world even the Patty fans, even the old barstool fucking dipshit who's giving Patty money was like, I don't know about that one, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, look, Tony is beyond fucking gone. But I tell you what, he didn't look bad against Bobby Green and spots, man. Like, he didn't look bad. And I don't think Patty Pimblett's Bobby Green at this fucking point. You know, I just I don't think a lot of fucking Patty Pimblett, man. Um Look, I got really not much to base this on other than I just don't think Patty Pimlet's good, and I'm getting an insane price on a legend. And uh, if I can get, if I can just get what I got out of Tony against Bobby Green, I think that might be good enough. And at this kind of price, it's another one of those to where fucking show me, Patty. Like he's coming off the layoff. Fucking, I'm sure the dude was fucking 220 at one point shoving cheeseburgers down his neck. So Tony stays ready. Tony's with some new guru, quote unquote guru. <laughs> um, yeah, man, plus 260. I'm just taking a, a a little shot here and hoping that Tony can pull something out against this fucking guy that just don't like. This is good matchmaking by the UFC. Oh, my yep. goodness. Somebody is joining us from a boat. The boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat, shit. motherfuckers. Look at this, motherfucker. Where's King Griffey at, baby? <laughs> oh, dude, it, ridiculous. This dude has his logo engraved on like the floor mats of his boat. This That's is sick. this is insane. This the is, Griffey uh, fucking express. I, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna get sued for this shit. I'm going to go record this podcast from Ken Griffey Jr.'s fishing boat. boat. <laughs> Let's go. We are, I, I'm not, no lie. We are, uh, we're docked next to, to Ken Griffey Jr.'s like six million. Each of these engines right here yeah. is worth like $750,000 each. Uh, this motherfucker, I, you probably can't see this, but. Here we go. I'm, I'm gonna have to throw a flashlight. He's on like, here. I got, I got to show you the goods. He's got his like Ken Griffey Jr. logo engraved on his mats of this That's boat. Fire. He's got it engraved on like the the fucking coolers on this boat. It's it's in. I I don't know if you can actually see that or not, but it's it's in, apparently this is like a six million dollar fishing boat that Ken Griffey Jr. has at this uh, this marina that we're chilling at. So it's uh, not a big deal. We're living the good not life. A big deal. We're living the good yeah. life here. Love I it. I thought you and were now... Canadian, motherfucker. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy some weather. Oh, it's, it's nice. Good. So it looks great. Yeah. 
we're supposed to get like 50, 50 millimeters of rain. You guys know what millimeters are in uh, in America town? It's yeah, a lot of rain. We know what we know what meters are. We just don't. That's that's them. two inches for for, <laughs> for freedom units right there. It's we're idiots. Anyway, so how's 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 life down there, man? Looks good. Uh, we we just went and did some trivia at one of the local breweries down here. We finished fourth. There were a couple America specific questions. Like, what are the states with the highest violent crime? <laughs> I mean, it who could has, be any of them. Who how has the, the most guns per capita? You know, how are you going to get those? <laughs> we went, and, we actually went and shot guns today. You know, uh, they were like, does anyone with you know how to shoot a gun? Um, and my, my father-in-law was like, yeah, he was in the reserves and stuff. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I know how to shoot a gun. They were like, well, can you take the magazine out and lock the slide? Uh, that's our safety test. And nice. like, I I can do that. Um, <laughs> so we we got in. We started shooting. Um, I'm I'm shooting texts over here, but uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's uh, shooting's it's, fun. Like it's a good time. You know what? It's it's an enjoyable activity. I still don't get it, but that's a conversation for a different day. I'm sorry for interrupting you guys. Let's get on with the show. Nah, shit. We're glad you're here. On hey, a boat. what, what, what is? How much sadness is gonna is Tony Ferguson versus Patty Pimlet gonna be? Uh, zero sadness because Tony Ferguson's gonna win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's been training with what? the Marines. You're, you're betting against the Marines. I'm down here in America. I can't bet against the Marines. That's what do we got for a lot? This is this is a big number here, isn't it? Yeah, plus two sixty. Means me me and Sean's gone through a couple of these to where Vicente Luque is plus two eighty, Josh Emmett is plus one ninety five. I mean, there's some there's some big numbers on some on some old Wiley vets here. Over one and a half here is a tremendous parlay piece. Because Patty Pimlet has no finishing ability whatsoever. Uh, and I don't think Tony doesn't have that pace anymore where he can just get guys out of there just because he's putting it on them. So if you want to take this over one and a half minus 200, throw that in a parlay, I think that's that's money. Uh, I'd probably even look at the over two and a half because I think this is going to end up in a decision. Well, I mean... I already got a spot I love where I got a one and a half. I need to marry up with another one and a half. We got like a top 10 t-shirt in the pool fucking fight going on earlier in the card that I'm going to do the two and a half, but the one and a half and under two to one, it's just like, Ooh, yeah, we might put those together. There you go. I tossed a half a unit on, on Tony at plus two fifty. Um, he is, he is pretty washed. Um, but like Wes said, he, he has rounds of decentness and I still think those rounds of decentness are better than Patty Pimlet. Um, it's just eventually it falls apart. If, if Patty is the one to, to get rid of it, then is what it is. But plus 250, I'll take Ferg. It's going to be sad though. That's, that's what I think. I'm saying, might as well lose some money too if you're gonna. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on losing lots, losing lots of money on this car, so I might as well spread it around. We're on so much of the same shit. We're not gonna win a bet. I, it's it's gonna car. be very bad. 
welterweight division. Well, our, the sh- I'm on uh, I'm on Elon shit. Yeah, we're got we're that Starlink. That, 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 that's what you got to use on a boat. So we're we're working with the Elon shit. Yeah, you got the much better than whatever the hell else you could be. Don't let it there. don't let it control your boat. It might drive you up the dock into the fucking marina. <laughs> uh, welterweight division the shave cat is taking on wonder bread i mean what can you really have here you know um shave cat's the real uh i don't i don't think that's uh going too much too much out on a limb uh, i i think we we all we all kind of think this is the future champ at at 170 um I, I don't think this is like a, a great fight for shave cat to like really show out. I don't think, I think wonder boy could probably keep this kind of like slow and um, kind of keep him at bay a little bit, but I think this is going to be a, a pretty, uh, pretty clear decision win for shave cat. He'll get off at points in this fight. Um, I'm just not sure he gets Wonder Boy out of there. Wonder Boy's a really tough guy to finish, uh, just just the way he fights. So, um, I got Shave Cat at um, a pretty a pretty better number. It's really juice, but I got Shave Cat at a at a much better number with another guy on this card that that gets him down to around minus one twenty or something like that. So, I like that parlay, and this probably goes fifteen minutes. So, I'm not sure what what shave cat bad decision is. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that's a bad look if it's not too bad of a number. Uh, I'm going to look at that real like quick. Plus 250. I mean, shave cat by decision at plus 250 is definitely worth a bet. And in my opinion, so I will probably throw a little bit on that. And like I said, I got that money line parlay just in case shave cat does shave cat things and gets even wonder boy Thompson out of there. Bradley. Yeah, this is uh, it's a tricky one. Obviously, he's got all finishes throughout his career, but usually takes a little bit of time to get there. Um, but even if you try and like middle that somehow and take like a starts round two, that's I think I saw like plus or sorry, minus 290 and like some ridiculous number for starts round two, which really want to bet minus 300 that shave cat's not going to knock this old man out in the first round. Not really. I think, uh, Wes got that good number early on and kind of unbettable, uh, at, at this point. Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to end up passing on this one, but you got to think shave cat's going to get it done. I landed on a shave cat over two and a half same game parlay at old bet three six five at plus two twenty five. Um, I think the concern is that the shave cat will be able to get him down and and possibly sub him, but you know Thompson's shown some pretty good uh, submission defense. Couldn't get subbed by Gilbert, uh, and Gilbert had him down a ton in that fight. Um, Wonder Boy is is a tough guy to figure out on the feet, and and like you said, Brad, Shave Cat does take some time uh, to to figure some guys out. So I I wouldn't be surprised if if this one actually goes to decision, even though he's never gone. Um, this might be the guy to do it. So 
Uh, yeah, one unit plus 225 on that same game parlay. Um, I think it's it's going to be fairly clear. Um, but, you know, in the past, Stephen Thompson's made fights that probably shouldn't have been close, close. So uh, it is a bit scary. Uh, but I think the Shade Cat is the real, as Wes said. Co-main event, Ooh. flyweight championship, Pantoja, Royval. Dos, what you got, Wes? Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely my favorite fight on the entire card. This is just sick, absolute banger. Um, man, Pantoja winning that title is up there for me, man. Like, like the Bronx and Glover, uh, some with these my Brazilian brethren that these dudes fucking just breaking through, man. Um, that Pantoja win, though, man, post-fight, just all of it was was fucking excellent. Um, this fight's going to be absolute fucking bonkers. Like, these dudes are going to throw. They're going to fucking scramble. Um, I think it eventually gets into some scrambly shit, and we see pretty much about the same kind of fight, I think. Um, I just think on, on the mat, Roy Val is... You know, could he pull something out? Yes, the dudes just, they get wild and, and shit happens. He could catch something. But, man, I don't know if there's a better back taker, backpacking, choke you out dude in the sport than Pantoja is. And I have a hard time seeing Roy Val keeping Pantoja off him for 25 minutes. Like, he better pull something off and do it fairly early in the fight, or I just think he's going to be put in those positions too many times to where Pantosha is eventually going to get a hold of him. I mean, on the feet, like we've seen Pantosha's chin, his volume. I mean, they do will just continue to throw bombs on the feet. He does not give a fuck. I'm not sure Roy Val's got the power to stop Pantosha. So I like Pantosha here. Um, I, I, that's, that's who I put with, uh, with Shaycat. I got that at around, I think it's minus 120 or so, something like that. Um, so I like that. And, man, Pantoja by sub, I think he could probably get him uh, another one of those backpack rear naked chokes. Um, I haven't played that yet. I was waiting to see the line get posted uh, widely. So uh, what is that now? Plus 155 at bet online. It's still about the best play. So um, not sure that gets – too much better. Might just go ahead and take that. I like Pantoja by sub, but man, I, I really like his money line. It, it's been under two to one pretty much all week. It's starting to creep up now a little bit, a little bit of money coming in on Pantoja, but I, I think I got like minus 190 in the parlay. I, I love Pantoja under two to one here. Brad, will the raw dog get his way on Saturday? I'd be lying if I said that the way that first fight was trending doesn't scare me a little bit for Pantoja uh, mm. because it looked like honestly Roy Val was starting to take over with some cardio, some volume uh, putting it on Pantoja a little bit and then Pantoja took his back choked him out as he does so that I think it's probably going to repeat itself Um Royval's going to have his moments because that dude offensively is tremendous, but he physically 
maybe mentally a little bit falls apart in any fight where somebody pushes back. And if there's a guy whose best win is his best win, like Steve, Steve France, is that his, is that his best win? Uh, I, I don't think a guy who has only pulled that off is going to beat Pantoja. So uh, I actually took a little bit of Pantoja minus 170 earlier in the week. Uh, well, I could still access all of my stuff um, up, up to minus 190 now. Um, I still think it's worth it for, for parlays. Uh, Pantoja, we picked him to be champ at the end of the year. Unanimous across the board. Got to stick with it at this point. Can't abandon him two weeks away from the end of the year. I agree with both of you guys. Um what we saw in that Brandon Moreno fight last time out from Pantoja was, was amazing. Um, you know, he did gas a bit and he was still able to push through, get takedowns and Roy Val's takedown defense is horrible. So there is a chance that, you know, Pantoja does, if he doesn't get him early, it does kind of slow down, but I think his, his takedowns and his back taking is so good that he's able to push through that. And, Val's takedown defense is terrible. So um, I agree with you. I, I think that he at some point gets the back and, and gets the, the choke. Like Wes said, I think Raval's chances, he needs to, to land something early and wild and put Pantoja out because over the long run, uh, even with that first fight kind of looking like it might go away, after seeing what he did against Moreno, I am still confident then he can can push through that and get a second win so <laughs> i uh i put him with garbrandt for a unit at plus 136 um <laughs> oh, boy, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no big deal no big deal said so mma mma analysis must be good brad's got a bone <laughs> right yeah. hanging out with junior Man, he's hanging out with fucking grippy junior what are you talking about on to the main event, welterweight championship. Leon Edwards, somehow, who is the champ, uh, is taking on Colby Covington. What do you got, Wes? Yeah, um, I hope I don't get caught speeding on this one. Last fight of the year, um, this is this is going to be a, a pretty big bet for me. Um, look, I, I, I don't know. I see, I see quite a few people drinking the Leon Kool-Aid at this point and like i, I just gotta ask like have, have y'all watched his his last couple fights you know what i'm saying like for him to be like this big of a fave against against kobe is just it's kind of wild to me um i mean he's literally getting trucked by no knee usman in the first fight pulls it out it props you know what i'm saying you caught it up to that up until that point he was getting fucking smashed he wasn't looking like great in the second fight in my opinion like people think that was like a great performance like coming in that fight like all we talked about was like how like bad usman had started to look knee shot can't move anymore he was still in like deep in that that fight against usman that was a close fucking fight um i think the things usman did in those fights kobe can just do that and and more you know what i'm saying like the pushing Leon against the cage and controlling him, the the output, the pressure, uh, the cardio is going to be just way different than Usman's car. Usman faded bad in both of those fights. Cody's not fading in these fights. 
that pressure and that pace and that output is going to be there for 25 minutes. I mean, it's just all comes down to me. I think Kobe's just the way better fighter. I, I don't, don't understand the line here. I don't understand. I guess just past, recent past performance. Okay. If you want to make Leon the fade based on that, I guess I get it. I just think this is two different levels of fighter. I, I think Kobe's still probably the, the same. It's always been the second best one seven year on the planet behind Usman. Like it just, that was a bad matchup for Kobe. However you feel about the dipshit. And I'm, sure as fuck don't like him the dude is a tremendous fighter his skills are incredible he's so well-rounded um i like him big in this fight i can't believe the price is starting to move to kobe going up to a bigger dog i cannot believe that i thought i've done hit kobe a couple times because i thought the kobe money would start coming in towards this weekend and it's looking like it's going the opposite way keep it keep it coming i guess I'm going to end up with a lot of money on Kobe, and I guess if I lose a bunch of money on Kobe and he gets starched by Leon Edwards, I won't feel as bad because I hate fucking Kobe Covington. Um, but I got a big bet on him. I like Kobe here. Uh, I don't know if he gets a finish on Leon. Leon's really, really tough, uh, but I, I think this is going to be a wide decision for Kobe. Brad, are you drinking the tea on Leon who Edwards? I think what you did there. I, I, I like that because he's English and the tea. Uh, well done. Appreciate that. Um, if you're betting Colby, you've got to take him by decision, right? Like, mm-hmm. this man has a broken rib finish over in his entire UFC career. Broken rib finish over Woodley third round against Max Griffin, third round against Jonathan Mounier, and, like, the scrubs that he fought when he first came into the UFC. He's not going to finish a high-level fighter. Um, He doesn't even try to finish. No, he never does. Yeah, so Colby decision plus 250. I could see that. I I could see a, a little bit of value there. Um... I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm kind of drinking the tea, though. I think that the way Colby tries to grapple, Leon matches up well with that. I, I think he can win some of those clinch wrestling exchanges, uh, or maybe not win, but negate the clinch wrestling ex- wrestling exchanges like he did against Usman. Um, obviously, he's the better striker. Maybe Colby can just crowd him and win on volume. Uh, but again, that points to a, a Colby decision if, you, if you're betting that way. So I'm, I am a little bit tempted on the, the Colby decision um, just because I'm seeing that higher plus number, but man, there's so many people on it. It's not moving at all. In fact, as Wes said, it's moving in the opposite direction. think leon retains uh what was that colby's last good performance like it's been a long time since he's put anything good on the board and the thing is he doesn't have to have good performances to win that's the difference (laughs) but like is leon's two wins over usman like these great performances like he was getting his ass 
he wasn't getting his ass whooped. In, he was losing the fight. He was losing. Fight. He, like, widely, like widely losing the fight. Yeah. Widely. Yeah. I, I thought he won the first round um, and won the last round, obviously. Uh, and then the second fight was very competitive. And Colby has had two very competitive fights with Usman as well. So I think we're kind of looking at two guys that should be closer to even here. Um, and that line starting to drift and the biggest edge that I can see is, is Colby by decision. So I think half unit, maybe go a unit there, but man, maybe it's just cause I'm in Florida. I'm seeing all these Trump flags all around. <laughs> Started swaying. <laughs> he held a gun today and shit. He's just gone now. Yeah. I was just giggling. Giggling. Brad oh, Brad's closing Colby. in on oh. his fucking Yeah, he's closing on his winter home now. Dude's <laughs> signing the papers tomorrow. <laughs> I'm still not con- completely sold on Leon Edwards. Um Yeah, like I I just don't know how much of it was Usman is fading or he's actually good. Like I understand he's good. He's got a good overall game. I just don't think he's elite i think he has good timing this guy wasn't doing amazing against nate diaz in in 2021 nate That's coming about from nate diaz did not like, nate had like one he had one combo in that fight. i understand like, that but like but leon did you think what good would, what would you know what would colby yeah or even what would usman do to nate diaz what did colby do against jorge masvidal like, come on. Like, if we're he playing that him. game. That's then... fair. But he would have. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just I just don't have too much belief in, in Leon Edwards. I, I understand he's a good overall fighter. I think this is a close fight. It's, it's hard to know what Colby Covington is just because, you know, he, he kind of fought old guys. And he hasn't been active. And... Mm-hmm. His his game is is very good, and he seems like he has almost endless cardio in, in the wrestling and stuff like that. How does that match up against Edwards? I know Edwards was able to to kind of nullify what Usman did for the most part. Colby has a much different game, in my opinion, when it comes to he's wrestling. He's got two than, knees than that are all there. <laughs> that helps. He's a, he's thirty five year old welterweight coming off an almost two year layoff. It's not ideal. It's it's not ideal, and, and a, I understand that. He's on a that. fresh cycle. He's just on a fresh cycle. <laughs> that could be as well. Um, I, I'm taking the shot on the underdog. I, I if it's it's kind of a win win. If if Edwards somehow just knocks him out, good. That's that's not a bad thing. If if Covington blue balls the shit out of him for five rounds, I win some money. It's you it's not. This should be the Biden impeachment vote. This fight. <laughs> That's it. Colby oh, wins, it, he gets impeached. Leon wins, he keeps riding. It it might be that. It is definitely the consensus bet of the week at uh, plus one forty five. Uh, so Brad Brad does like decision. So decision. I, I did consensus. take decision at, at plus two sixty uh, for half there a unit. Go. I also played him straight uh, one and a half units. That's probably wasted money because, as you said, he finishes nobody. He doesn't really try. He doesn't do anything. He just blue ball guys. 
He's for for a Republican. He really likes to be skin on skin with a man more than, <laughs> than I think he probably should. So he um, just wants to send it to the Supreme Court. Mm, They've got it stacked. <laughs> they need to change it. the the judging in uh, MMA to nine judges, and he'll be good. Uh, LR, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, every, every year week. and and or every week and and blowing up the chat we we appreciate the listens well, we, will we, we be back this. in 2024 are you fucking serious what else we got yeah, going on in our on fucking now. labs <laughs> uh we're gonna try to do the uh recap and uh championship prediction probably the first week probably because i think the the first fights the the second week of january um so that's always a fun show where we bullshit lots um thank you fred. we also we also appreciate you fred uh i hope everybody has a a very good uh holidays christmas uh kwanzaa hanukkah whatever sign up for tout master sign up Do for tout master i'll be putting out uh that info hopefully this uh this weekend just because i think lots of people Close are gonna race. be watching and we yeah, talked we were, about it at the start we were talking about it it's probably our boy, one of the closer our, top tens in in Toutmaster history. So that's, our, our that's boy Beast Mode was was right Lance. there for a win, man. I, w- I was pulling for our our boy Beast Mode. I saw him up there for months, man. He's he slipped. It's a not, I, I I wanted to see uh, Z Barb, uh, our boy Zach, yeah. uh, pull off the back to back, but could, yep. couldn't quite make it. But I think he's going to go top ten a couple of years in a row. Yeah, yeah, our boy, was, our, our boy up Z-Bar, he's a good uh gave 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 the boys a tip last year too on the win, which is which is always nice. Always a, appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think it's gonna be like the eighth year we do it. Um, so yeah, That's it'll, crazy. Uh, going strong, <laughs> going strong, keeping keeping people interested in the UFC. You're you're welcome, the UFC, because I don't know if, <laughs> if some of these people would tune in every week uh, if if we were running Tote Master. Uh, will Lance will Lance be cured of AIDS in 2024? He's, he's getting that. We're trying. We're we're fundraising Lance, for for a cure. He has gotten like seven booster shots, and the man formed a new form of AIDS. Like nobody knows <laughs> what the fuck this man's carrying. Hopefully we get Lance back a little more, but uh, Lance, like Sean said, is going to the Eastern time zone. So I think uh, we're going to see less. <laughs> Lance. Is that the we, we, we might see him more on the podcast, but I think he, it's tough because I don't think he's going to watch UFC anymore because it's going to be like one in the morning when it finishes. <laughs> I feel like Lance watches more than I do. Yeah. I've, I've watched like, probably 40% of the fights this year, but I just cut out all the, the prelim bullshit. That's, yes. It's yes. not me anymore. No. And we got a banger this week, at least in the year. We really, do have really a stack one this week. Um, but yeah, we'll be, we'll be back in three weeks, roughly. Uh, hope to see you guys there. Hopefully everybody who listens signs up for Tout Master and we can get a nice uh, big group again. Enjoy the holidays, people. Price cool. Later, folks.